Adam Cravens, and Jane Ellen watch more movies each month than most people do in a year. Parental Guidance Suggested reviews new movies in theaters with no spoilers promised. These film nerds know their stuff. Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Dun, 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 you, seem, dun, dun, you seem to have something in your, <laughs> your throat. I don't, you may want to get that. So. I, don't, I, I don't think uh, humming John Williams is a symptom of COVID, dun, but, dun, dun, but there seem to be dun, a lot of symptoms, dun, dun. so maybe that is it. I'm so surprised that when Empire is back in theaters that you chose to go see it. That really shouldn't come as a <laughs> – like Empire and I are the same age um, – it is um, there, there's two questions that you need to ask any any real Star Wars fan. A, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? And the second follow up question to that, and why is it Empire? The 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 kids one day gave me like a a rundown of the and this was several years ago, so they were significantly more junior than they are now. And uh, like they were t- they're like, oh no, Attack of the Clones, and I'm oh. just like, sit what what sit down, be quiet. I no. No. You see, that's where you failed, Adam, because as I told my girls when they were sitting around the lunch table and they said, Mom, who is Jar Jar Binks? These people say they know Star Wars and they're talking about characters I've never heard of. And I said, well, that's because their parents didn't love them enough to keep the prequels from them. Well, now, keep in mind, I haven't gotten to be around them my entire life. Eh. So, like, decisions were made. I guess. Like, sans me. Um, uh, and I, I mean, I, I probably have watched all of them with them. They though, do like, know they're not good, right? Correct. Okay. I, I've made sure to like not not let them say like, I you know they can argue like uh, one of them put Solo up a lot higher than I thought they would, and I'm like, okay, I'll accept that. I can accept Again, that. Again, we're firm fans of Solo. But whenever the Attack of the Clones made it like above like some of the other movies, I was like, no, 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 no. I think what you're thinking is you like the video game. That happens during Clone Wars. You're not thinking of the movie. It's a lot of silly nonsense. <laughs> and then there's a cool lightsaber battle. That's that's Attack of the Clones. It's a bunch of terrible romance dialogue that George Lucas had absolutely no qualification to write. Like, But it was hilarious. It reminded me a lot of uh, the, the very first Twilight movie. That type of slack-jawed. It's not unlike. I mean, that I don't. I don't. Yes, I, I, I don't. Empire. I don't want to make that sentence and say that Twilight is like Star Wars. But you have to. Uh, that's they're, they're, you're not far off there. And in the event you have young children and you're thinking, how can I introduce them to Star Wars? Don't show them the prequels because they might like them. Because four and five year olds don't have a lot of judgment. My now 14 and 15 year olds look back on things that they remembered loving. Mom, how did you get through that? And I said, well, I hit all the sharp objects and I just sat quietly and nodded when you wanted to watch it again and again and And again. I I mean, not for nothing. Like as long as they don't know too much about like the original Star Wars trilogy, you may also be like hiding some significant... If you show them the prequels first, like that surprise that happens in Empire, mm-hmm. which I'm going to go ahead yeah. and say we can talk about because it's 40 years it removed. Is. And I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably seen Empire more than once or you've at least 
seen it. You know what kind of people irritate me? Uh, I'm, people such that ride list. unicycles? There's maybe? such a list. I've never even seen a Star Wars movie. And they're proud of it. I know. Yeah. And my response is, so you are a, a a vast desert when it comes to anything culturally significant. Pop culturally, I understand. It's like, why are you proud of that? Because I took it upon myself to watch movies that I had no interest in because they were culturally, culturally significant. Well, uh, ones that I will purport to have an opinion on, I make sure, like... I've got people that are just like, well, I haven't watched the Harry Potter movies. They're evil. And I'm like, have you watched them? Do you know that they're evil? And they're like, well, there's wizards and witches. And I go, there's wizards and witches in The Wizard of Oz. I go, have you seen that? Is that movie evil? And they're like, oh, blah, 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 Judy Garland. And I'm just like, that's a witch, okay? The wizard's a fake. I'll grant you that. But that is a witch. That is a witchy, witchy witch, okay? Like, there's no way around that one. Why is that film not evil? And most of the time, that's when they stop talking to me. Yeah, they just walk away. like, uh. Anyway, here's what's important. Empire Strikes Back is in theaters and is making so much money. Lots I mean, of money. Not not like the opening of a brand new Star Wars kind of money, but when you consider that like they probably didn't do anything but like slap this puppy into an email and send it to the theater. Di- Disney, I-, I don't know if you know this, has made a lot of money off Star Wars. Be, be it through like Galaxy's Edge, like the the new films that they created, or I'm sure sure that they get a piece of the, the you know DVD, the 4K sales, the digital sales, all of that now. Like they're making bank off that. To take a film that is four decades old at this point and make a couple of million dollars just for shooting it into your local like Cineplex ha- has got to be a no brainer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, when they did it in 97, you had a lot more competition then. And they actually had to invest a little bit more into putting these movies. But, you know, bumping up the the special effects or like changing this or that or not having Han shoot first, uh, so on and so forth. Like, but you're also opening up against films that weren't made, you know, 17 years prior or 20 years prior, or whatever. Empire Strikes Back, whenever it opened, like. Basically had to go up against like the third week of Tenant and New Mutants, like which were I'm just saying, like, I I don't understand why. Why? Why? Why wouldn't you? Why? Mm -hmm. Why why not? Empire was released, re-released for its 40th anniversary a few weeks ago. And that first release back into the theaters, it made just under a million dollars. Just under. And, and, and granted, again, this is they didn't have to shoot new footage for this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure they used the the 4K version that they just put out, like, on disc uh, a couple of months ago. So, like, r- all of the work has been, like, really, they just said, would you like another million dollars? And Disney said, well, yes, please. Yes, I would I love think that. That would be nice. We know that all these people already own this, but we're going to. Put it in the theaters because we know those same people will go and see it in the theater. I, I guarantee you a lot of these people have the VHS, the Laserdisc, the mm-hmm. DVD, multiple versions of the DVD or the VHS, probably the 4K. I'm going to go ahead and say that whenever we put this thing on digital, they, they probably watched it before they went to the house. But you know what? They want to see it on the big screen because they do. I can just see a couple of guys sitting around. 
I wonder how many people can get to see this. <laughs> they already, they own it. No one will go. I was like, oh, just wait. Just you wait. Anyway, Empire Strikes Back is, of course, the best. It and I, I mean, it really... It's a, it's a, it is one of those perfect movies. Like I, I have seen, and, and funny enough, I have seen I, every Star Wars movie at this theater besides um, Episode Three. I lived in Murfreesboro at the time of that release, and I saw it at that theater. But I saw the '97 re-releases at the theater here. I saw all of the sequel trilogy here. Um, is it true that they have an Adam Craven's seat at the theater? Um, no, but it's the seat that I always sit in. Okay. Um, they haven't, they haven't like, you know, like barricaded it off or <laughs> like, there's not a plaque, like there's not a, like there a memorial, a memorial, like, I don't know, mannequin that dre- is dressed like me there. So for those people who haven't seen Empire lately, because if you haven't seen it at all, you're not listening. I know that. But give me three things that makes this the best movie for you. Um, Yoda, Yoda, his introduction, like his, like kind of mentoring of Luke, like, I I think one of the most impressive things about this film, and I mean, really a lot of the film hinges on this. Um, for those of you that don't know, like Frank Oz is the one that puppeted Yoda. Like he's, he's a Muppet. Like Miss Piggy. Yoda is a Muppet and he's even voiced by the actor that does Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. If the audience did not buy Master Yoda as a legitimate character and not as like some kind of a car- cartoon like sideshow, mm-hmm. this film falls apart. Like it absolutely falls apart. Like if you don't believe that like what this what he's telling Luke and that he's training and this information that he's giving him about his father or when Obi-Wan is talking to him like there's there's nothing that you else you're like it 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 just destroys the film but somehow and like this didn't even occur to me like I just I bought it all whenever I was a kid mm-hmm. like watching it again like there's still something like wonderful believable and like it doesn't take you out of the moment I'm never just like why is Luke talking to a stupid Muppet? Like, oh, I don't, I don't ever think for a second that I'm just like, well, it, why is he talking to Kermit the Frog? Is it, is he going to brush that and tell him it's it, it's easy being green or what, what's he going to do? It at no point, and like I said, I, I that had to be in their heads whenever they were making this movie that just going, what if they don't, what if they don't accept like this, like. We're hanging a whole lot on that. You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Allen talking with Adam Cravens about what's in theaters, and we're happy to say it's the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. One of the, well, not one of the few movies in theaters, but one of the few movies that you should see in theaters. How about I, that? I mean, honestly, and I own this thing. Like, I'm just at, like, it's worth seeing this one on. I, I have seen every re-release of this film. I miss so it. you gave me Yoda. What are the other two? I would I would say the relationship or the uh, the romance. However, the the flirtation between Han and Leia mm-hmm. is also one of the like which I, was so surprising because you you have to think if you when you saw it for the first time with no internet you saw the first one A New Hope and you assumed one assumed it was going to be a Luke and Leia situation. Because well, that's the way it looks. It he, it yes. looks like he's the the prince or the shining. Mm-hmm. The, the, I mean, he does become a knight 
towards the end of this. And like there's there's absolutely and again, spoiler, if you have not been paying attention for the last 45, 40 years, um, that's his sister. Yeah. But there is absolutely no inkling of that in the first film. Right. Like so. he is he this is the prince or the knight coming to save the literal princess mm-hmm. in that one. And that's I think that's part of what I enjoyed the the flirtation in Empire because it was like what? Well, and I mean on top of that, like this is Harrison Ford at I don't I I don't want to discredit the rest of his career and say that like Jack Ryan and the ensuing like Indiana Jones movies or sequels or anything else he did don't matter, but like I would argue Empire Strikes Back and Raiders of the Lost Ark coming one right after the other mm-hmm. like they did. This is peak Harrison. Mm-hmm. Like he is at his charismatic best like in these two in, in Empire and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like he is charming, like he is he is young and handsome. He's everything. He is cocky. I I Don't I, get I, cocky, I kid. know he is everything. I know every line that's about to come up and whenever I hear her step forward and see that look on her face whenever he's about to be frozen in carbonite and she goes, "I love you." And apparently that's not the line in the script. It wasn't hitting right and they go, "Let's try something else." Harrison Ford just ad-libs. I know. And there's there's no guarantee when you saw this in the like there's no guarantee Han Solo comes back in Return oh, yeah. of the Jedi. I, Han may have just died, and this woman he obviously has feelings for. Like he is Han Solo to the very end. The fact that his response was, "I know, I know," it, it's just I I want to rewind it every uh-huh. time I see it. It's awesome. The but I mean th- that that relationship, like even like the the sequel trilogy is essentially built mm-hmm. on th- things that occur because of that relationship. Right. But like if that, if that romance doesn't work, like one of the reasons I don't like attack of the clones is because so much time is spent on this romance between Anakin and Padme that really like no I'm, really I'm supposed cared. to buy into because it does produce Luke and Leia at some point. But like, I just, the chemistry is not there the the dialogue isn't there but in this like whenever like Harrison Ford is like telling us when she's like you're a scoundrel he goes yeah you need you need more scoundrels <laughs> in life. and she's just like stop that stop what my hands are dirty my hands are dirty like it's He's the, awesome the back and forth between and and I don't I don't also don't want to downplay like anything that Carrie Fisher's doing oh, there but no, like, she's perfection Her, like I said just Harrison Ford is just his swaggering best and that romance like is also one of the other key pieces of this movie and mm-hmm. like you you want the two of them to be like the banter between the two of them like the juxtaposition I remember just, just get this what get this walking fuzzball out of my way just tickled me or I I no, I'd, I'd rather kiss a wookie I can arrange that like just it, it's it's like if this movie had none of the other like space stuff mm-hmm. or, you know, lightsabers or any of that. If you had a, a a film that this relationship was the, you know, the 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 heart of it, it would still work. Like, I'm really sad the two of them never really got to do, you know, so, like a Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau mm-hmm. got to do a couple of movies because the two of them just worked well together. I would have been interested to see like a romantic comedy or something of that nature or, you know, an adventure movie, whatever, that involved Carrie Fisher 
and Harrison Ford, like because they're just it works so well between the two mm-hmm. of them. And the only other romance, air quote romance, in all of the other Star Wars movies that is second to that one is obviously Finn and Poe. Oh man, <laughs> man, <laughs> it's it's that, this is bromance city, oh. but their their personalities. It's the same type of thing. They need to do more stuff together. It's the interplay between those characters. Like, there's a lot of rise of skywalker that didn't work for me but but one of one of the things that like especially worked for me was the dynamic between those characters Mm -hmm. like i just ate it up and i was mad i didn't get to see more of it Mm -hmm. but your third favorite thing about empire the I, i i don't think you can think about empire without having the reveal and as much as oh, I was thinking of Mark Hamill's muscly arm, but okay, the reveal—I forgot about that part. <laughs> um, I mean, as much as much <laughs> no! fun, as much fun as like the walkers, uh, the AT, uh, like eighties on Hoth, like uh-huh. all of that. Like, there's so much that's really great about this. Like Dagobah is fantastic. Lando Calrissian. Oh like, yeah. I I I fought. Like back and forth on that, just being just going, just stopping going, Billy D. Williams. I don't, I don't even need to talk about Code it anymore. 45. I mean, just surely you belong with us in the clouds. Like, <laughs> oh my D. goodness! <laughs> like, okay, oh, that's my fourth. That's my fourth favorite thing about. He, he really is fantastic in that movie. But like the the reveal that Vader is Luke's father. Like now, again, if you saw this the first time when it came out. You had no idea. Like, and the, the even no idea. The actor that was playing Vader, that was feeding him the line, didn't even know. Like, I, I think whenever they did it on set, the line that's fed to him is "Obi Wan killed your father." So, like, the only one that knew what was going on on that set, Lucas told Mark Hamill what, like, James Earl Jones was going to say later and he's like i need you to react to this line he goes he doesn't know it because i mean even though this is well before like the internet mm-hmm. like i think he knew that this was going to be a big reveal and he didn't want anybody to know it. so it was very much a need to know basis so like when mark hamill is doing that i'm sure like david prose is just like huh well, it back a bit buddy. geez buddy. <laughs> mark switch to decaf all right uh, but like that that line right there like i i mean to talk about another bit, as much as Han and Leia's relationship that eventually gets like Ray and like it's the kind of the thing that drives the sequel trilogy, Luke and Vader and like their, you know, paternal relationship mm-hmm. is the that's the heart of the original Star Wars. Like you take that moment out and he's not his son and you don't have him trying yeah. to redeem him in return of the Jedi, the pathos and like some of what makes that the, what makes the original trilogy work so much is lost there. But like that reveal is just, it, it, it's, it's a perfect moment in, in, in cinema, like just the James Earl Jones, like just booming baritone uh-huh. giving no Luke, I, and like John Williams theme coming like, wom 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 just that's no, not true that's it ah! <laughs> oh my god like it's just it's, it's perfect and then after all of this yummy goodness happens and we jump to now you can get 
a Han Solo carbonite wall thing. You can get a Han Solo carbonite desk. I mean, you can get a Han Solo carbonite refrigerator. Like, see, I mean, that's I am upset with myself that I don't own one yet. Well, they're yet. not they're not cheap. I know <laughs> that's, that's part of it. That is one of the catches. But how fun is that? I mean, I really want and have for for years wanted to replace my bedroom door with Han Solo and carbonite I had as a, a door. I had a poster. At one point, I guess that would make it. I work. mean, but I would, I would much rather have like a raised plastic. Yes. Like that's a <laughs> lot more. That's that's much more fun. Or I mean, I would even take a doorstop or a paper. Any like really, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. It's just uh, funny. And all due respect to Raiders of the Lost Ark, which, like I said, I love that. Yeah. Movie. Like I, I watched uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull the other day just because I was like I, I can Let's I, go over that refrigerator thing again. I can I can do every line from all of the other Indiana Jones movies and like there's nothing wrong with Harrison Ford in that movie. It's just a lot of the surrounding film that's dumb. Mm-hmm. But I, I I was just I needed my Harrison Ford fix and he's not working like he was in the 80s and 90s. I would I would argue and like I said, I want to make sure people understand that I do respect and love Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. But Empire Strikes Back, Han Solo's hair, like, I think that's the quintessential, like, Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Like, he is impossible. Like, he he is, I don't understand how you can't like that. Like, he's just so irascible and just he's he is delightful and mm-hmm. And he is everything. And he's in theaters. So if you want to give Disney some more money, by all means. And you're going to one yeah, way or will. the other. So go see Empire. It'll be yummy, good fun for as long as the theaters are still open. But we'll talk about that next week. Anyway, thank you for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.